We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Tuesday, December the 31st, 2019. On today's show, I will try to make sense of what happened at Colonial Life Arena on Monday afternoon as the Gamecocks find a way to lose to the Stetson Hatters, 63-56. to I'll talk about the game. What does it mean as South Carolina closes out the 2019 calendar year and goes into SEC play in January? Also, it is New Year's Eve. I'll take a look back at the 2019 calendar year, give my thoughts, and also the top five moments for the Spurs Up show in 2019 as we bring on 2020. Before we get into everything, this is a podcast brought to you by our friends over at Ag South Farm Credit. Guys, most lenders, they don't understand land financing. Ag South Farm Credit, not, not only do they understand, they specialize in land financing, and they've been doing it for over 100 years. They make loans for small and large acreage, hunting property, timberland, farm and pasture land, even home mortgages and construction. They have a ton of great benefits, including long-term fixed rate financing for 20 years, down payments as low as 15%. They have competitive rates and they pay an average of 25% of the interest back every year as what they call patronage. They're a cooperative, so they share in their profits with their member borrowers. So guys, for example, on a $300,000 loan at 6.5% for 20 years, you would get back $2,770 each year. They have an experienced lending staff that knows land and knows how to finance it. Guys, whenever you're making a big time life decision like this, whether it's getting a mortgage, um, getting land, buying a car, getting married, whatever. I've got a lot of friends at that stage of life right now. Now, the biggest thing is they deal with a lot of stress. They don't know who to go with. They're not sure who they, who they can trust. You want someone that's going to make you feel comfortable. Ag South Farm Credit is that lender that when you're going through this process of getting a mortgage or buying land, they're going to be the best option for you. They're going to be on your side. They're going to be in your corner and they're going to give you that peace of mind as you go through the process. Cause obviously it can be very stressful, very strenuous on you. So one of the biggest questions they get, one of the most asked questions they get, why are land loan rates higher than mortgages? Because they are. So rates will be higher on land loans because they have higher risk than home mortgages. So variables like land quality, accessibility, location, If it has amenities or not, that can make the land more or less risky to lend on. Also, obviously, the better your financial situation, the better your rate will be. But there's a lot of different things, a lot of different factors that play into land loans and why they can have a higher risk than home mortgages. So if you guys want any more information on their land loans, don't hesitate to give them a call, 844-AG-SOUTH, or go to their website, agsouthfc.com slash T-S-U-S. That's A-G-S-O-U-T-H-F-C dot com slash T-S-U-S, Ag South and Equal Housing Lender 
NMLS 619788. So again, their website, agsouthfc.com slash TSUS, or give them a call, 844-AG-SOUTH, and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. All right, let's get into it. All right, I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show, as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Happy New Year's Eve, everyone. It is New Year's Eve, obviously. The last show of 2019, by the way. I know it's kind of kind of emotional, kind of sentimental. No, we, put, we closed the chapter on the 2019 calendar year. Coming into 2020 on Wednesday, I know everyone's probably got big New Year's Eve plans, going out, doing whatever, celebrating with friends toasting at midnight everybody's off on new year's day which is a great thing unless you work in like retail or something but for the majority everyone's off for new year's day so we close out 2019 um crazy what a year it has been i'm going to break down in the show a little bit later just kind of my thoughts as we close out the year and some of the highlights from specifically the spurs up show and kind of the journey that i've been on throughout this year but i want to start where we kind of have to start this show and it is with South Carolina. Um, I was in the arena. I was at Colonial Life Arena. Gamecocks taking on the Stetson Hatters. Gamecocks were a 21-point favorite in this basketball game. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, it'll be a nice afternoon, 3 o'clock tip at Colonial Life Arena on a Monday. You know, we're going to go there, going to get a comfortable win, build momentum after Virginia. Not only did South Carolina not cover the 21-point spread, they find a way to lose this basketball game to the Previously five and nine, now six and nine, Stetson Hatters, who rank, I think, around 320 um, in the net rankings, which if you don't know really about, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm a guy who's an expert on the net rankings, but it's very bad that where they rank. It's very, very bad. Gamecocks lose to Stetson 63 to 56. I, I really don't even know what you can say about this basketball game. A brutal Brutal showing by South Carolina. Only one player on South Carolina's team hitting double digits in points, and that is Mike Coatsar. It's truly hard to believe that the team we saw on the floor Monday afternoon is the same one that went to Charlottesville, Virginia, and beat the defending national champions. I mean, pulled off one of the biggest wins for South Carolina basketball since 2017 when you went to the Final Four. It's truly hard to believe. I thought South Carolina – and the Gamecocks were really – I don't want to say we're never in the game because they did cut the lead down to three before, but, I mean, Stetson, it felt like, was in control the entire game. South Carolina came out very, very flat. I thought early on, hey, South Carolina sort of sleepwalking through, no big deal, they'll come back out, um, take care of business, nothing. But that never happened. The Gamecocks simply could not hit shots. I mean, when you take a look at the team statistics in this one, South Carolina shooting 37% from the field. The big difference in this game, was free throws and three-pointers. Stetson, 7 of 17, 41% from three. The Gamecocks, 4 of 19 for 21, 21% from three-point range. I mean, again, just Jekyll and Hyde with this team. No consistency whatsoever as far as shooting is concerned. The free throws continue to be a major, major struggling point. Stetson, 24 for 36 from the free throw line, 67%. South Carolina, 12 for 24. Granted, 50%, but 50% on free throws. I mean, those 12 points make the difference in the game right there. 
This Gamecocks basketball team, again, you drop to eight and five now. Um, it's so weird. This team has played its worst basketball at home. I mean, you think of the two big losses this year, Stetson and Boston, both at home. Um, it's just, again, I, I'm not really sure I even have the words for it because it's just such a bad loss. I mean, this is a terrible, terrible loss. It's a terrible loss. You know, for a team that's trying to make the NCAA tournament, trying to make the postseason, when you get on the bubble, it's going to be losses like this that weigh so heavily when we get to March. They're going to weigh so heavily. And the shame of it all is, as great as that win over Virginia was, you almost sort of wipe out everything you did in Charlottesville. Like the losses to Boston and Stetson completely wipe out everything you did in Charlottesville which is unfortunate. I do want to give a huge kudos, by the way, to the South Carolina crowd, the Gamecocks fans. I mean, I didn't really know what type of crowd there was going to be just because of the simple fact that, you know, it's Monday afternoon, it's 3 o'clock game. You know, I know this is still kind of considered a holiday for everybody, and it's, I, I, I joke with people, it's the week between Christmas and New Year's is like the weirdest week of the year because everybody's kind of like, are we off, are we not, should we take PT, like – you know, if you work in the corporate world, do we take PTO? You know, do we go on vacation? Like, what's sort of the protocol? Right? Like, I feel like everybody's sort of still kind of out of it from the Christmas holiday. But great crowd. Kudos to the Gamecock faithful for showing up. Great crowd. And a crowd that I thought really stayed in it the whole game. Really tried to will their team back in it. Even when South Carolina was down 13 points, Tim like double digits, whatever it was. But the Gamecocks simply not having enough. Um, I, the only positive I can really pull from this game, you know, because trying to look at this game and pull some sort of positive, uh, Trey Hannibal played the most he's played all season long, 19 minutes, had eight points, you know, five rebounds, two assists. He's a guy that he is the human energizer bunny. Like, he re when he comes on the floor for South Carolina – there is a different intensity. There's a different energy. And a guy that I think continue, needs to continue to see the court, needs to continue to see minutes. This is a guy, again, makes a big-time impact when he gets on the floor. He's going to make mistakes. He's a true freshman. But his athletic, you know, his athleticism, I mean, he's a human highlight reel. Had another huge dunk in the game on Monday afternoon. But, I mean, overall, you talk about a guy, you know, there's just no consistency with this team. A guy like Jair Bolden, SEC Player of the Week, 22 points in Charlottesville, did not score a point against Stetson. How does that happen? How can that happen? 0 for 4 from the field, 0 for 3 from three-point range. He only played 15 minutes. A.J. Lawson, only playing 13 minutes. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't want to pile on the kid, but – the inconsistency, I mean, I could, you could almost say it starts with A.J. Lawson. Like, A.J. Lawson, you got to be that guy. Like, A.J. Lawson's supposed to be that guy for South Carolina. I've said before on different shows, like, I think he's a guy that should score 20 a night. Is he just not that good? I mean, I think he is. But, like, you can't have your best player disappear for a whole game. It's not like he had a bad half. He had a bad game. So, I mean, it's just, you know, Justin Manaya, a guy, I mean, 37 minutes, six points. I mean, really? So, 
it, you know, it, a lot of people on social media, and I'll go and address it now, ask the Frank Martin question, you know, what is your thought? Because I think it's funny. Most people expect me to have some outburst because of the way that I reacted to the Will Muschamp thing. You know, listen, I like Frank Martin. I think he's a solid basketball coach. I think most people in Gamecock circles, I think most people do like Frank Martin. I really do. Like, I, he's a pretty likable guy. I took him to the Final Four. Like, I don't think he's a, you know, he's a likable dude. But at the end of the day, man, you get paid to win basketball games. I don't care if your players like you. I don't care if you're turning boys to men and all this other crap. Like, I get it. That's all good stuff. But, like, at the end of the day, his checks are signed to win basketball games. And, yes, there's a lot of season left. And I'm not sitting here saying fire Frank Martin right now. I'm not saying that. But it's just, like, the same thing over and over and over with this team and this program under Frank Martin that, like, South Carolina plays themselves out of the tournament before you even get to conference play. And that's unfortunate because South Carolina really ramps it up. When they get to come, I mean, I think this South Carolina team has talent. I think today was simply, I mean, I think you could certainly point to coaching for Monday's loss against Stetson. I think you could certainly point to coaching. I mean, the one thing I'll say that Frank has said multiple times that has really irked me is that there's no leadership on this team. Well, then be the leader, coach. Be the leader. Be the leader. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, it's your job to get the team motivated to play. Like, I don't think that's a good excuse. I don't think that's a good excuse. Like, you really need a Cinderius Thornwell-type leader to beat Stetson? I mean, how does that make any sense? You know, we, we, got, we got during a timeout, Mike Coatsar having to coach up the team in the huddle and, we'll, and, and uh, Frank Martin throwing a hissy fit because how the game's going. Like, Coach the team, bro. You're the coach. Coach the team. You can't use the leader excuse. Like, it's Stetson. We're not playing UVA, Houston, whoever else, conference game. It's Stetson. They're five and nine. They're not a good team. I mean, so I don't, I don't love that excuse. But, again, I don't dislike Frank. Like, I'll tell you this. If you let go Frank at the end of the year, I don't know that you really go out and hire somebody that's a major upgrade. But I said this before the season, and I'll say it again. If you, miss, if you completely miss the postseason for a third year in a row, you have to, just, you have to reevaluate. You, you have to take a look at some things. I'm not saying make a change just for the sake of making a change. I'm not saying that. But you have to reevaluate what you're doing. I mean, the guy's paid to win basketball games. And I know nobody likes to hear it. But outside of a three-week hot stretch in March of 2017, what has South Carolina basketball really done under Frank Martin? I, I mean, really, though? What have they done? Again, I'm not saying hashtag fire Frank Martin, none of this you know, madness. I'm sure some people are going to pull that from what I'm saying, which is fine. Whatever. I don't really don't care. But – and then day, you're paid to win basketball games. Like, straight up, you're paid to win basketball games. I mean, you're good enough to beat Virginia, but you can't come home and beat Stetson. And, again, that's you – know, I feel bad for the fan base. Because I think – I don't think – I know for a fact, and I was talking to my buddy about this today at the game, if South Carolina started putting out a product that, hell, one every three years was going to the NCAA tournament, one out of every three. 
a fairly consistent tournament team, bubble team even. Like, I think the crowds would be really good at the CLA. I think the crowds would be loud. I mean, the crowd was great for a non-conference game against a team you were favored by 21 against. You know what I mean? Like, I feel bad for the fans because it's like, you wonder why the support and the fan base isn't, like, why this isn't a basketball school. Well, it's because when you go beat UVA on the road and then you come home, you lay an egg. Well, I mean, how are, how's the fan base supposed to feel? I mean, what's their incentive to show up, to spend money? Thank God now we got alcohol sales. At least there's that. Can't wait to sit in CLA and drink a beer January 7th against Florida. Cannot wait for it. Can't wait. But overall, I mean, again, you have to hope. I mean, the season's not over. There's a ton of basketball yet to be played. You have to hope South Carolina can rebound, and I think they will. Like, I – I think they will, but the problem is you've just destroyed, basically, your tournament chances with these bad losses to Boston and Stetson. And I think where the fan base's frustration comes from is that it's so typical. We've seen it before. How can you allow it to happen again? It's just, you know, it's tough. It's tough to stomach. It's tough to stomach. So, you know, South Carolina's going to have to find a way to regroup. I mean, there's a lot of guys. They just have to be more consistent. There's a lot of guys that have got to play better. All the guards have to play better. Everyone, top to bottom, they got to coach better. Everything. But, again, I'll say it again. If South Carolina finds a way to miss the postseason entirely, I'll just say this. I would not – it would not bother me if a change was made. It, it really wouldn't. It just I, I like Frank, everything else. And I'm not sitting here on the fire Frank Martin train. That's not how I feel about it. But it, w- it wouldn't hurt my feelings because it's a business. Like, you're paid to win. You are paid to win. Are you scared to make the change because you're afraid what Sendarius Thornwell is going to say? Or Dwayne Notice is going to say? Or P.J. Dozier is going to say? Because, I mean, they're all like, you know, I-, I, know they- I know they love their coach. They back their coach on social media. I get it. But, like, you're paying this dude a lot of money. You're paying this dude a lot of money to win basketball games. Missing the postseason completely. I'm not talking about even going to the NIT and just missing the tournament. Missing the postseason entirely for three straight years, that can't be acceptable. It just can't. If you want to have a good basketball program, a solid, that can't be acceptable. It It just can't. It just can't. It just can't. I think South Carolina's got good facilities. They got a great fan base. There's talent on this team. I feel like you can get talent here. You know, I'm not saying, you know, somebody said on social media, you can't expect South Carolina to be UK or Duke or nobody's expecting to be like that. But I mean, making the tournament every now and then, (laughs) I mean, that that doesn't feel unrealistic to me. Like, I don't think making the tournament once every three years is – you, I mean, you don't have to be a great team to make the tournament. Just don't lose stupid games like Stetson or Boston. You can't lose those games. So, we'll see. We'll see if they can regroup. It's going to be a very, very interesting. Gamecocks don't play again, obviously, until next Tuesday at Colonial Life Arena against Florida. It'll be a very interesting game. Florida's a good basketball team. And, again, I expect South Carolina to flip the switch going into conference play. But which team will show up? The one that beat Virginia or the one that lost to Stetson? We'll have to wait and see. Um, All right, 
moving forward, like I said, we're wrapping up 2019. What a year 2019 was. I know everyone, including myself, is looking forward to 2020, a new year, a new decade. Um, the first thing I want to say really quickly is a sincere, sincere thank you. A sincere thank you to Gamecock fans and supporters everywhere, um, especially fans of the Spurs Up show and obviously fans of what I do. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, 2019 for me was a year that, you know, and I haven't really sat. I'm recording this obviously on Monday night, so I'm really going to take Tuesday to probably sit and reflect and kind of think on, think on 2019. And I've been plant, plotting for 2020 for weeks now, basically a month now, but what a year 2019 was, um, you know, from going from living in a different city in Charlotte, North Carolina, doing the Spurs Up show as a part-time thing, working a corporate job to moving to Columbia, making it my full-time gig, meeting the people I've met, being able to do the things I've been able to do um, and continue to do and I'm going to continue to do in 2020 has truly been a blessing. I mean, 2019 has been a blessing. The best year of my life to this point, really, to be completely honest with you. So I just want to say thank you because obviously without you guys, without the listeners, without the people that support, without the people that continue to support what I do and what the Spurs Up show is about, none of this would be possible without you. So a sincere thank you for literally making 2019 the best year of my life. I, I really appreciate it. I want to kind of reflect though for just a second, have some fun with it, talk about the top five moments for the Spurs Up show and for me specifically in 2019. Um, it's funny. I was going to do top five moments of Gamecocks athletics in 2019, but guys, let's just be honest. There wasn't a ton that happened this year. <laughs> there wasn't a ton that happened that I'm like, you know, so I'm like, you know what, let's make it more personal. Top five moments for the Spurs up show. We'll run through these really quickly. Um, and again, these are all personal to me and the business and kind of what we've been building here. Um, number five, hitting 10,000 followers on Instagram. Pretty cool feeling. Pretty cool moment. Happened a couple of months ago. We're almost up to 12,000 now. Um, my goal for 2020 is going to be probably 20 or 25,000. Um, but a cool thing. That, that's a cool number. When you get 10,000 on any platform, we're pretty close to hitting it on Twitter, um, getting there on Facebook as well. It's a pretty cool number. Pretty cool number. So um, hitting 10,000 Instagram was cool. Number four for me, top five moments, the USC Clemson baseball series making the vlog, going to all three games, watching the Gamecocks take two or three from Clemson, especially game one in Clemson, phenomenal. One of the most fun times of my life was great stuff. The video turned out great. Without a doubt, a phenomenal moment. Uh, number three of the top five moments for the Spurs Up show, the watch parties that we threw this fall at Cotton Gin and Tannehill's Group Therapy. Um, shout out to those guys. Phenomenal hosts. Um, Cotton Gym was great. The game sucked because it was the Missouri game, as you all remember, but a great time that day. Um, the group therapy game, Georgia, never forget that. Awesome stuff. Um, again, shout out to those guys. That was phenomenal. And there, more of those coming, by the way, in 2020. That's something I'm really, really, really going to be pushing in 2020. We're going to do a lot more live events, live shows, all types of live stuff around the Columbia area. And maybe even around the state of South Carolina. So be tuned for that. Uh, number two, and this one might throw some of you off, but uh, getting to spend the day with Will Muschamp on the golf course. That, that was a cool moment. That, that was a very, very cool moment for me. 
like being able to interact with him all day long. We didn't talk a bunch, but being able to interact with him, you know, just kind of be in his presence, I guess, or pick his brain or whatever. Again, take all of the football stuff out of it. Take all my opinions out of it. Nice guy. He's a cool dude. Being able to spend that time with him though on the golf course was a very cool thing. It was a cool moment for the Spurs Up show in 2019 for sure. And then number one, and this one really stands out above all as far as the, the top moment for the Spurs Up show and for me in 2019, just, you know, simply making the dream a reality. You know, moving to Columbia, that first day in Columbia, moving in, that first – really every day, but – getting to Columbia and sort of realizing what I'd been working for for so long to make it a reality and make it actually happen. You know what I mean? Like that's without a doubt, like I said, 2019, the best year of my life to this point, you know, being able to turn a dream into reality. That, that's, that's really the, the best way to put it, you know, moving to Columbia in August, um, you know, just being able to do what I love every single day, it's been cool. So I don't want to get too sentimental, but it's been very cool. I mean, and it's going to, I'm, I'm so, so fired up for 2020, what 2020 is going to bring. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you think I was going hard in 2019, if you think the Spurs Up show was going hard in 2019, buckle up because 2020, 2019 was the warm up. 2020 is about to be legendary. And I plan on every year after this and every year moving forward is going to be our best year and my best year. And that's the exciting part is that I feel like we're just getting started. I feel like we, we literally are just scratching this. We're 1%. We're 1% along the journey. We haven't accomplished near what's out there. The, 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 the sky, beyond the sky is the limit. We're literally 1% of the way through the journey. And that's the most exciting part. And the fact that we can get so much better – I can get so much better. Um, and, again, none of it's possible without you guys. So I want to stress that. None of it's possible without you guys. Your support means the world. Obviously, again, this would not be a reality without your support. So, you know, again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you so much. 2019 was a legendary year for sure. But, I mean, we're about to just completely trounce it in 2020 with all due respect to what happened in 2019. This is about to be our decade. We're about to crush it. So, again, really, really appreciate you guys. That's going to do it for me. Um, last thing first. Last thing, uh, if you need your tickets, obviously, to anything, whether it be South Carolina Gamecock Sporting Events. I know Gamecocks women play Kentucky on Thursday night, first conference game, first game at the CLA where you can buy alcohol. That's a big one. That's a big one as well. But any Gamecock sporting events, concerts, comedy club events, professional sporting events, you know, NFL, NHL, NBA, obviously NFL playoffs, if you want to go to any of those games, whatever it may be, though, if you need your tickets, SeatGeek's the way to go. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP. You're going to save $20 off your first purchase, guys. Like I mentioned, it's the best ticket buying app. They put, they make the ticket buying process super simple, super easy, and they put your mind at ease in the sense of when you're buying these tickets, you know you're getting the best bang for your buck. You know you're getting the best value. You're getting a good seat. You're going to have a good view, and you're going to pay a good price. And SeatGeek's going to let you know up front whether you're getting a steal, whether you're getting ripped off. So you'll really have that peace of mind when you click the buy button to know I'm getting the best possible deal out there for these tickets. So, again, that's our friends at SeatGeek. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to their website, SeatGeek.com. 
Use the promo code SPURSUP, that's S-P-R-S-U-P, to save $20 off your first purchase. Again, guys, thank you so much for an amazing 2019, and here's cheers to 2020 and everything that's in store for us. Have a very, very happy New Year's Eve, a happy New Year's Eve night, and a happy New Year's to you all. Stay safe. Please take an Uber. Don't drive drunk. Obviously, I know a lot of people going out for New Year's Eve, but uh, thank you so much for everything. Uh, closing the chapter on the 2019 calendar year. Really do appreciate it. As always, I'm Chris Stoltz with Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you guys tuning in, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.